Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. I'm your host, Nicole, and I'm here with Izania, Anthony, Alba, and Alicia. How's everybody's day been so far? Interesting? Good. I had to take a... I had to redo a whole test for seventh period, which sucked. You know what? I should have done that because I was also... I had the same problem, but I didn't say anything. I should have done that, but I didn't want to retake the test. I really didn't. Well, I I actually... I had, I think, a 73 because I had to guess the the last 10. And then Mm -hmm. when I redid it, I got an 83. So bungie of ten percent. I mean ten percent, yeah. All so, right, was well, not too bad. Yeah, it's better than the C. So I was like, okay. exactly. Well, well, it seems like everybody's been integrating into school pretty well. I mean, we true. all have we all have to thank COVID for this and our COVID rundown. Is what we do every show. As we start every show, we're gonna give you some worldwide stats here. Twenty four point two million confirmed cases so far worldwide. So that's sixteen point one million confirmed patients that have are now recovered and 826,000 deaths a remote tribe in India's Andamans I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly has now confirmed its first coronavirus case this is a, this is a reclusive tribe the Andamese tribe is now believed to have a population of 53 people and are very integral to the region that they live in and are very remote as I said before and um yeah they already have their first COVID case so that's a little bit ner- un- it's a little nerve-wracking Italy is now trying to contact all of the Sardinian nightclub visitors after a COVID break th- breakout that happened. There are now 60 plus confirmed cases linked to the venue and even some big name Italian and international VIPs that I've said to visit the club during this time period have also tested positive. Some US cases here are 5.8 million confirmed as well as 2.7 million recovered, 179,000 deaths so far as well. Recently, the New York Times have has surveyed over 150, um, a thousand, and a hundred, a thousand and five hundred colleges. I'm sorry, it took me a while. I need coffee. I hadn't had any coffee today. And uh, universities that are only U.S. based, they found that more than 26,000 cases of COVID, and more than they found 26,000 cases of COVID in more than 750 institutions. So that's a little again nerve-wracking and just in case any of you guys wanted to have a vacation during the pandemic you can go up to v6 ranch up in california that is now up and running again after closing down before uh in earlier side of the quarantine and this ranch is kind of closed off it's nice it's quiet uh that has horse activities that you can possibly do and they're all following the monterey county protocols all the correct protocols are set in stone and everything seems to be going pretty good in their business. So just in case any of you guys wanted to head out to California, I'm pretty sure the flights are still like $15. So just in case, you can always go there. And A Big Mac is more expensive than a flight to California during these times. Um, I mean, back to your point about that place, very secluded. Now they have their first COVID-19 cases. That's really, really concerning. I mean, to a lot of people, it's just going to fly over your head. That's, let me say this again. That's really concerning. It's a very isolated area. And I'm sure it's not a lot of in and out. In a place where there's in and out, for example, the United States of America, 
which is unfortunately the COVID epicenter, there's going to be a lot of COVID cases. But a place where there's probably very minimal in and out, it's it's shocking that COVID somehow snuck its way in there. Like I said yesterday, you don't ex- you don't know what to expect with these news uh, with this news with COVID. It's it's wild. It's just you have to prepare or expect the unexpected. Um, back to your point for the California. Uh, it's a resort, correct? It's like a lodge, kind of. It's a ranch. A ranch. There we go. Yeah, uh, that's what I meant to say. Uh, um, that's what I meant to say. But that's interesting. I mean, California, as we've seen, has been pretty a pretty big epicenter in the United States for COVID. It's really been the bigger states, Florida, California, Texas. Um, but it depends on the area because if it's a very secluded area, and I believe it is, it's a ranch at the end of the day. Um, the cases are going to drop a little bit, but it still is a little concerning. I don't disagree with them opening. I'm sure they needed to open. So I don't at all disagree. They, If they needed to open, by all means, go ahead. Cases are not as high as they usually are. Um, so by all means, again, go ahead, open what you need to open. But it is a little bit concerning because California is a state with a lot of cases and maybe you're going to have to close again in the coming months or maybe even coming weeks. I think, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, good for them, good for reopening. And I think it's one of those businesses where it's like not necessarily essential, but like they can get away with reopening because, you know, it's For them, it was essential because at the end of the day, it is a ranch and I'm sure it doesn't get a lot of, you know, income. So for them, it was probably they needed to reopen. If not, they were going to go bankrupt. I mean, yeah, but we see that with a lot of stores and a lot of like mom and pop shops around here. And I mean, it's something they can kind of get away with it because it's not really a huge risk factor for their for their staff or their customers. So I think it's pretty cool. I mean, just don't tell my mom because she will want to drive up there. And I don't feel like going to California. I don't, I don't know. Those numbers don't sit right with me. Like, they don't. But then again, I live in Miami. So, <laughs> um, you know, it is what it is. You know, we're all struggling here. And I think it's kind of nerve-wracking, all these numbers, seeing all these numbers. And I, it, it honestly still makes me nervous to this day. I know the Amigo is like, oh, you're, you're a COVID, like, person because you're always so concerned about it i'm like yeah yeah i'm pretty concerned about a global pandemic but besides that i mean it sucks to see because as anthony says the news is always so expected because some days numbers are going down and we're all happy and then the next day they're back up again so it's everything's really unexpected and you kind of have to deal with it wash your hands wear a mask socially distance all that um, I totally agree with both you, Anthony and Idania. The news is very unexpected. Like, it's, it's just like what Idania just said. One day the numbers are going down and everybody's getting happy and then the next they're going up. I feel like that's why we can't really have expectations because everybody expected for this to be over within a month or two. And it's been how many months now? And we're still in this. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't suggest you guys to, you know, raise your hopes or anything. And... I mean, it's, it is, 
it is what it is. It's just, it, we have, came, I feel like we've came to a point in life where this stuff doesn't surprise us anymore. It surprised, it surprised us like towards the beginning when we were first hearing about it. But I feel like we have, um, what's the word? We have adapted to, well, we're still adapting, but I feel like we're definitely better now than we were in the beginning um, to just hearing these news. I mean, yeah, but about the um, ranch, that sounds interesting. I don't know, I've never ridden a horse before. <laughs> I've always wanted to, but um, I, yeah, it's probably it, like back to what Anthony had said about them having to open probably because of like money wise and stuff. I agree with that because that's what a lot of like restaurants and places like that have been doing besides like delivery and stuff. So, I mean, people have to do what they have to do to not go bankrupt. So there's not much we could really say or do about that. So for me, I absolutely agree with like every what every single one of you guys said, honestly. Um, like what Anthony said, like what I've been saying since the beginning of this quarantine thing, like some places will have to open because of the money thing, like or else they're gonna like go bankrupt. Like a lot of places have closed down because of the situation. But I don't know. I don't know about y'all. You guys said you don't get your hopes up no more. Right now, I'm getting my hopes up so much. Like I hear these cases going down. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank gosh, because I need to be. I need to get out this house. I need to go to school. I need to live my life because I feel like I've been so secluded from like the world. So I'm I'm happy. So it sucks that I'm hearing like these places, like these small places, are getting like their first cases of corona and stuff like that. Like when I'm getting happy they're probably going like getting upset but yeah I'm gonna disagree with you guys my hopes will be up and it's gonna continue to stay up because I have high hopes like I know I know this thing's about to be over I have a feeling Alicia honey. I hope it gets over mm -hmm. Alicia honey um you're on a national weekly radio show how can you feel secluded from the rest of the world just, That's just, a very good point. just asking. You, you got me there. You've seen us at least twice a week all summer, and you talk on national. Just saying, just you know, asking. Just that's not what that's not what I meant. You know what she I wants, meant. She wants. She wants to see the world, Idania. It's it's a fair enough thing, and I do hope that this gets over soon. There's people I want to see in person again. There's there's people that I that I want to you know talk with again in person. There's also the fact that school needs to come back. I, I can't with virtual school. It makes me nervous sometimes. And I just, I want to be back in, in the studio. It's all nice and fun being back in the studio. Because you know what? This this whole thing has made us too technology-based. Because I know that I've been spending a lot of time on certain apps. I've never used my phone, like, really at all too much. Other than now during quarantine, where you get bored watching anything, especially TikTok. And I know that we keep some tabs on TikTok every now and again here on the youth, and we will continue doing that here in our next segment when we come back here on the youth and radio series XM channel 45. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. 
This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do why, all of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's hang up on us. Just tell me, no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. Whenever there's a problem, round Adventure Bay, Ryder and his team. We are back here on the Youth Slam Radio. Sirius XM 145, and Anthony has come in perfect timing. Right on cue. It's almost like I heard it. Right on cue. That's impressive. I have realized here during the break, though, that it's 
primarily AIDS. Idania, you and I are just, we're the minorities. <laughs> There's three to two. There's three to two. <laughs> oh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, TikTok. It's disappointing. It's not disappointing. It's interesting. It's mundane. It's all the things that you can hope for in a platform. <laughs> and as we mentioned it before, I'll give you a little recap. TikTok has been kind of uh, under the knife when it comes to America for a while now, because now Trump wanted to ban it for a while. Then nobody took him seriously. Nothing came from it. Then uh, it happened again more recently, and they had put an executive order on banning it for September 15th if it did not move to a American domestic business, which now had led TikTok to suing the Trump administration and TikTok's chief executive, CEO Kevin Mayer, has now resigned due to the recent pressures of, on the app from the Trump administration. He's, he's done this after holding the position for less than four months. And again, this is all ensued because TikTok is, is, is a part of a Chinese company and Trump's whole problem with it is about national security. That's why, as we mentioned beforehand, people who are who work for the federal government cannot have TikTok on their phones because your phones do listen to you, as we all know. In India, it's already been completely banned. And it's all of this pressure because they don't know what's going to happen, quite frankly, yet. And they don't understand if they will be moved to an American domestic-based business or if they're going to stay with China or whatever's happening. And so it's kind of conflicting. And so this max pressure is on it. And the CEO, Kevin Mayer, has completely resigned in the middle of a lawsuit. Interesting. Nonetheless, um, it's this is a complicated situation for both sides, not only for Trump, but for TikTok. We all know TikTok's been a, a craze between not only teenagers like us but millennials and little kids my little cousin benjamin even though he has no concept of really how to make a tiktok video he still does it and there's some of the most random things in there but he still does it so it's a worldwide craze so you obviously want to live up on that hype and you have stars like jason derulo who came to the slam radio um headquarters shout out to him you got people like Addison Ray, Charlie D'Amelio, those superstars that are making money and they're promoting the app continuously. So the app is growing day by day, but Trump wants it gone because of security measures. And I want to be honest with you. I mean, if they're breaching our security in a way where they're getting valuable information, there's no app that's worth that. But if it's just... Trump trying to take that away because it's a slight issue, then maybe, yeah, you can find a solution to it. But throwing on the band hammer there, I don't I don't like that unless it's they're really stealing information like anything. Say, like, for example, we're talking right now and they're listening to us, but I don't think it's that serious. I, I'm kind of in the middle in this situation. Because, again, at the end of the day, if they are stealing um, private information, that's not good. But if it's not that bad, then I'm sure both sides can settle something out. 
I strongly agree with you, Anthony. Um, I have a five-year-old little brother who does TikToks of who knows what, a tree or something with just a sound in the back. So yes, this app has definitely, I feel like became a part of everybody's life. Because now I did, Frank, do you use um, TikTok? I think Frank uses TikTok. Yes, Frank, Frank, even though he is ancient here in Sam Radio, he is, um, he still uses it. Doesn't he still his, keeps in touch. Doesn't his dog have an account? Yeah, yes, Cooper yeah. has an account. Yeah, yes, I think absolutely. Cooper has a TikTok account. Absolutely, Cooper has an account. Cooper's well, such a good video. Dogs are even Cooper has a we whole forgot to post, talk about him. But Cooper uh, does. Yesterday. Cooper has two posts, but he does have a TikTok. I don't have a TikTok. That's fine. But so we talked about him yesterday on National Dog Day. No, yeah, we should have talked about that instead of he getting is my whole stuff. He's the best doggo in Slam Radio. Uh huh. Okay. Anyways. No. <laughs> anyway, we'll leave it I at that. Say, we should have talked about we should have talked about that other than getting my hopes up with you, Gerald, and Mario getting me a dog for Christmas. But go ahead, Alba, continue. <laughs> but yes, I definitely feel like um, this app has became not a part of us, but I feel like everybody uses it now for entertainment purposes and stuff. But um, agreeing to what Anthony has said about if they are taking actual like personal information from us, whether it's like credit card whatever it might be like just by us downloading the app if they can get into our phone and stuff i feel like that's just invading personal privacy and i don't agree with that whatsoever and i definitely don't think an app is worth um you know getting into your personal life and stuff but it back to what anthony said if it's just something minor that they can talk it out and stuff i you know obviously i love tiktok so i would prefer that but if they are invading my privacy, I would very much rather that be gone. Well, I understand where both of you guys are coming from. Um, TikTok is a part of, like, I would have to say, like, everybody's life. Like, even if you don't have TikTok on your phone and watch videos every day, people still watch TikTok. It's literally everywhere. But as for, like, invading my personal space and stuff like that, I understand. Like, that's so wrong. Like, they should never do that. But at the same time, I know people are watching me through my phone, through everything. Like, I don't – I know. Like, I'm not crazy. You get me? Like, people are watching me right now. And, like, I know they're, like, listening to me, watch – like, do they see everything I do. So I don't know why I should have a problem with China doing it when they're, like, so far away. So I really, it's like one of those things where I really don't care. And like on TikTok, I don't put my like car, credit card, like card information. I don't really put anything valuable on TikTok for that matter. I don't even put my last name because I don't need them to know anything about me. But that's just me. And as for the guy stepping down, I think what he did, I think what he did was okay. Because like, I understand where he's coming from. I just feel like if I was him, it would have been too much pressure on myself. So I would probably step down too, but I'm a G, so I probably wouldn't. I probably would have like take on Trump or whatever. But yeah, that's just me. I mean, I I get the points y'all are trying to make, but like we've been know that they're watching us. Like we've been know that our phones listen to us. Like it's been a thing since like for as long as I can remember. The whole thing is whether you want China to listen to your to your information or if you want a US based company to listen to your to your information. That's the only difference. Either way, they're getting information. Like what are they gonna get? My date of birth? Like I'm honestly I'm not hiding anything. There's like nothing you can really take from me. And like I feel like unless someone uses TikTok to somehow hack into someone's phone and get their bank account, I feel like it's really not that big a deal. 
like Honestly, it's that's something else that sorry for cutting you off but that's something else that really bothers me that i feel like now nowadays well not not nowadays because like you said it's been going on for a while but nobody actually like the word privacy doesn't actually exist because i feel like everybody is watching everybody at all times like you always have eyes on you and i do not like the fact that that is a thing it bothers me and it makes me feel weird because like what if i'm changing in my room like why are you looking at me like look away <laughs> you know and i'm here talking to the air like come on now i don't know person i might just be psycho but you know that's just that's just how i feel i don't know i feel like i was the type of person that if she hears something move in her room she'll start talking to a ghost i feel like if she sees sure, something move, gonna, uh, get away please go to another room I'm not, I don't have time for you today. I really don't. Please stop bothering me. Respectively, respectively. Definitely. I'm not trying to get on their bad side. You know that. I love you guys, by the way. But <laughs> put it out there. I do that. Like, I'll randomly talk to objects. Like, I'll talk to the rain sometimes. If it's too hard, I'm like, you're being too loud. You need to calm down, please. Don't give me that attitude. And then, like, it, it like, stops raining so hard. So I feel like, I feel like, you know, we all kind of talk to inanimate objects. It's just, we don't really admit it. But at the end of the day, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, <laughs> about yeah, TikTok. I love, I love how the conversation <laughs> transitioned from TikTok to talking to random objects. That's cool. <laughs> As for the CEO, I feel like that was kind of a coward move of him. Like, you know, you're the CEO, step up and do your job like you're supposed to. But if he was stressed out, he was stressed out. Some people can't handle it. And that's completely understandable. Yeah, I mean different ways of understanding pressure and dealing with it and trying to live up to expectations. I think it's definitely interesting that we went from TikTok to ghost to rain back to TikTok. It's pretty, it's a nice way to explain how the youth works here on Slam Radio. I think it's, I think it was a little bit of, of, of a coward move. I can 1,010% agree with you on that, Ivania, because obviously the man couldn't live up to it and that's okay. He held the position for less than four months. This, the whole four months, that he, less than four months that he's been a CEO, it's been completely in turmoil. So I think he's just tired of it, which is respectful. And I, I don't even know. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about something very important, just in general, with social climate and social injustice. When we come back here on the Youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. 
Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tonga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tonga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tua, I can't do it. I'm done. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tonga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tonga Vailoa. See, that sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We're going to be talking about some serious stuff. You know, Anthony was doing some weird things in break, and I think we need to bring it back down to some serious moments. But no, Anthony, this is a serious topic. Therefore, no more magic tricks, sir. Can you promise me that? Fine. (laughs) Thank you. Recently, the NBA and the WNBA have decided to postpone their competitions in response to the Jacob Blake shooting. This all started with the Milwaukee Bucks when they decided to boycott their playoff games. MLS and MLB teams have now gone ahead and followed this by postponing their planned game as well. But many are getting very frustrated that the NHL will continue playing. They did hold a moment of reflection for Blake prior to the Stanley Cup playoff game, but they will not be postponing any of their games. They will not be boycotting. They will not be striking. They will simply continue their season as followed and they'll finish it off as planned so a lot of people are being are very frustrated at the fact that the nhl i always find it hard to say the nhl it's, it's difficult for my tongue to process but a lot of people are getting very frustrated with the nhl because 
they are kind of going against the, the grain, but this is a very serious topic. And I know that we've talked about this previously in the day. We've all had a, our own little opinions on it. And I definitely wanna hear all of your guys' opinion on this. I wanna hear your opinions on the NBA, WNBA, MLS, MLB teams, all of that, all those leagues that are planning on postponing. And I definitely, definitely do wanna hear your, your idea with how the NHL is taking this against how the other leagues are playing with it. I mean, to start off, to let's put the NHL aside here for a second. The the NBA players, which this whole situation started around Monday or Tuesday when the Raptors and the Celtics were in talks about potentially boycotting their game one of their series in the Eastern Conference semifinals. But the Bucks, who did pretty much start this, they got their message across. Uh, they definitely made sure that they were going to how do I say this? They were going to make sure that this issue is bigger than basketball. They were going to make sure that everybody knew that. And I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm the biggest basketball fan in the world. If you're more upset with the fact that basketball is being canceled for two, three days than the Jacob Blake shooting, then something's wrong with you because – the racial injustice in this country is just it's it's been going on for way too long but going back to the NHL point i mean it's 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 not the best move from a not only a business standpoint but from a personal standpoint you're at the end of the day you're a league or a business but the players no matter what ethnicity you are do you, just I don't care if you're German, if you're Italian, because in hockey there's a lot of international players, but I don't care what ethnicity you are. We we all have to understand that there is issues, not only here, but throughout the world. And this could have been your chance to exemplify that, to not only share the issues and bring awareness to the issues here in the United States, but bring awareness to racial issues everywhere else in the world. The NHL, maybe, it might be out of the main four sports. It might be the most international sport out of the four. I mean, baseball could probably be the only one that is near it. And we saw them, they canceled some games. But the fact that they just decided to play on, yes, I'm not saying that they're completely ignoring it because, like you did say, they did shed some light to it. I felt like... You you needed to do that. It, it was your chance to really, really make a big move, but they just decided not to, and now it's a lot of backlash against them. Um, Anthony, although I agree with you for the most part, I'm gonna have to strongly disagree at the end because I feel like every single, um, you know, person, or you know. Oh, what's the other word to say? Whatever, I'm just going to say person has their own way or should have their own way of expressing, you know, awareness. And although I feel like the best move would have been to, you know, join the NBA, the WNBA, I think it's called. 
Um, but they decided not to. I mean, at least they didn't ignore it completely. They showed their awareness through a different way. So, you know, you can't really attack them too much because at the end of the day, it's their decision and they, they didn't ignore it. Um, I know many people were actually mad about the NBA for even canceling some games. You know, it's everything is like up in the air because if you don't do anything, they're going to be upset. If you do do something, you're, they're mad because, oh, you stopped the game and, you know, it was the playoff game. So, you know, but I like the fact that the NBA did it. Um, just like we know for Kobe, they did do the 24-second um, – what is it called? Anthony, please. You're the sports. Four second shot clock violation. There you go. They did that. And I like the fact that they did it and they're using their platform to, you know, get the message across that this is, this is not something that you can just ignore. It's some, it's real life. It's what's happening today. And it's been happening for the past who knows how many years. So I'm glad that they use their platform knowing that so many people around the world watch basketball, especially during the playoffs. I mean, that's one of the most, no, like if you don't watch during the during the season, you'll watch the playoffs. That's like everybody watches. Ooh, everybody watches that. So I'm glad that they, you know, they did something, and that was just their own way of putting that out there. That you know, this is going on, and it's not right. Like we have to really do something about this. Um, but yeah, that, that's my personal intake on it. The you know the. Oh my God! What's the name of the hockey HLS? NHL. Oh, oh, NHL. Lord. I'm just going to It's stop. okay. Yes. I, I, I stumble I, over it. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, um, I like what the NBA did. And if the HLS decided not to, you know, cancel any games and to continue, but didn't ignore the fact that this was happening, I probably messed it up again. You guys are laughing. Hold on, hold on. NHL. Think, hold on, NHL, no, think, whatever. You guys get I, it. Hockey. I think she's getting confused because there's the MLS and there's a the MLS. MLS. I said so she's, Oh Lord. You said you said NLS. So yeah, it's okay. It happens to the best. We're of speaking us. about hockey here. There you go. There we go. We're not gonna say HLS, whatever. We're just gonna say hockey. Hockey. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yes, hockey. They their own way of saying it was what? What was it? A moment of silence that they yes. did. They, okay. they did a moment of silence, but they they will not postpone any of their games. They're just going to continue playing, which is what's making a lot of fans frustrated. But Alba did, you did bring up a really good point that the NBA, when they did postpone their games and when they did decide to react in the way of saying, hey, yes, basketball is important right now because keeping people together, but this is so much more than just like, I, I know that Anthony gets mad when, when people say it. I know that a lot of other people kind of get mad when people say it, but it's a game. It's a sport. And that's a life. And you can't put that to be equal to each other because a game is a moment in time that you can always go back to, especially now in the 21st century, you can always go back to, to kind of enjoy, relish it, whatever you want to do with it. While a life is a life, the moment it's gone, it's gone. You can't come back from that. So no matter what, people have been, get, have been frustrated whether you postpone, you cancel, you don't postpone. And it's all because of perspective. It's all because of opinion. It's about where you, where, where you land on that mark and how you see and how you think it, and how you think it, should, it should be done. And that's kind of why I'm, I've been so intrigued with your guys', your guys uh, take on this because this is a sensitive topic, but it's also a very strong and heavy topic 
when it comes down to the real margins of what's happening. I mean, I agree. Um, unless you're the ghost in Alba's room, you don't get a second chance at life because it's it's just something that doesn't happen. And I think that any NHL shouldn't. You see, now you messed me up. You see, I know all these acronyms, acronyms just oh, fine. I'm, I'm not the I was the only one that said it right. Them up. Hey, don't mention no ghost in my room. I'm not trying to jinx anything. I'm <laughs> going to make people think my house is haunted. It's not haunted, guys. It's not. Anthony, you're not the only one that got it right. I said it right seven times. I counted. Seventh, she counted. I feel like the NHL is shouldn't be getting as much hate as it should because at the end of the day, you know, that's it's their choice. They did what they had to do. And I feel like... I mean, props to the NBA for doing it. I'm not a sports fan, but I I was always taught that like sports and politics shouldn't mix. But you know, if that's how the NBA decided to show their support and raise awareness for the social injustice that is going on and has sadly been going on for years, where people die just because of the color of their skin, which is the absolute dumbest thing I've ever heard, you know that's how they decided to do it. And the other sports teams are deciding to follow, but that's not the only way to raise awareness. You know, just like rioting isn't the only way to raise awareness. Protesting isn't the only way to raise awareness. It may be the quickest way to raise awareness, just like postponing all your games might be the quickest way to <clears throat> to raise awareness, but it's not the only way. And the NHL chose the latter, you know, the other way of showing awareness rather than following with what the NBA and WNBA chose to do. And I feel like that's completely fine. I feel like at least they're doing something, you know, at least they're not completely ignoring it. And you have to realize too, that most of these players and a lot of these teams lost a lot of income and lost a lot of time because they couldn't play when we were all quarantined. Like there was a long time where there was just no sports, not because of any social injustice, but because we're in the middle of a global pandemic. So they do have to, you know, regain that money and regain all that attention and popularity that they lost. So I feel like it's completely, you know, NHL, you do what you want to do. I'd prefer if NHL did what the NBA did, but at least the NHL did something rather than sitting there and acting like nothing is going on. Me, I respect both people, the NHL and the WNBA, NBA, all these people, yeah. I keep saying people, these organizations. I respect both of them. Although the NHL did not, um, like, postpone their games and stuff like that, at least they said something about it. They addressed it because a lot of people go by it by not addressing it, saying nothing, which gets people more heated when, like, you have a platform and you have the, um, this these many people that see you. You need to say, like, spread the word, say something so that, you know, your fat like, your audience knows what's going on and stuff like that. But with the NBA and the WNBA and things like that, I would I like I'm with them like 110%. What they did was phenomenal in my eyes. I believe that like I I don't know. I think what like what they did was like one of the best things a sports team a sports team could have done, especially where um this team specifically came from um Wisconsin where the um accident happened and stuff like that. I, I didn't expect nothing um, less from them because, like, it's so near to home to them. So I think what they did was a great thing. And they definitely spread the word, like Anthony said. I think it went to a lot of people's heads and they understood what was going on, even though, like, a lot of people weren't 
too happy about it before and like they were coming for them like this is a playoffs and stuff like that I feel like people are starting to now understand what why they did what they did they shared their platform they did what they have to do to spread the word like we need to stop this inequality no I completely and I think that the way that each of these organizations are going by by at least putting a, some notice to it and definitely sending out some sort of message that they can and that they are willing to do is more than appreciated just in general because they are very influential people and a lot of people hold athletes to a very high regard. Anthony's one of them. I hold a couple athletes myself to a very high regard. So I think the fact that they're doing this is, is really amazing. When we come back here on the youth, we're going to be talking about some more interesting things with a certain celebrity. When we come back here, SM Radio, Sirius XM, 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? You're not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? Hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He ate us. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> 
You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M145. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. What's up? This is Gronk, and you're listening to Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth, Slam Radio Sirius XM 145, in our final segment of the day. And the final segment for the week, actually, not beyond for Friday, seeing as we, uh, I, don't, I don't know, we weren't here on Monday, we weren't here, we're not here on Friday. You guys, you guys back next week. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> uh, it is a little interesting how every time I'm just with any of you guys, time seems to fly and we just immediately go into our final segment. Like I blink my eyes and it's there. But anyways, on this day, August 27th in 2017, Kendrick Lamar win, won, sorry, not wins, won the video of the year for Humble at the MTV Video Music Awards. Now, you've been possibly wondering, how is this relevant? How are we going to talk about this since this was years ago? I got you. How do you guys feel about music awards in general, especially now during the quarantine? And if there's anything memorable from music, like I remember, not a music award, but it was I don't know why I remember this. Wasn't born for it. It was like in the 70s or 80s. But um, there's a whole moment where it kind of goes through it. it, it it's it's definitely interesting. I, I, I just want to know your guys' perspective on everything that's happening when it comes down to music awards and just awards in general because awards are definitely changing with quarantine life. Yeah, I mean, I've never been the one to watch award shows in the first place. I mean, even before quarantine, I mean, the only one I would really watch or even attend to watch is the Grammys with probably my mom. But I'm not an award show guy and I don't watch anything like that. You know, it's just it's always been very stale to me and I've I've never really understood the hype behind them i mean it's just kind of awards at the end of the day you can say that about anything you can say that about like a super bowl like for a counter argument but i've just i've never been interested in it i have to totally agree with anthony um i know mm, never really watched them or anything so i don't know it's just not it's not my cup of tea you know it doesn't really interest me like that but but yeah, me for me, um, 
I don't I don't mind um, music awards honestly I don't really watch them often probably when I was younger more but I have to say the most iconic music award thing was Kanye West and Taylor Swift hands down when he went to try to take that award from Taylor Swift talking about Beyonce deserves that I think that's like the most iconic like everyone remembers that one like and everyone just goes back to that one so that's why I say like that one but after that I don't nowadays I'm not I don't watch music awards I don't care for it like nothing about it interests me really I don't know why I guess when I was younger I was more entertained in these things but now it's just boring to me and then I hate one like the person I voted for doesn't win so uh uh-uh, I got too much feelings in this because if they don't win I'm gonna be so mad like Yo, I that's, guess true. that's true I'll be getting so angered dog <laughs> I'm like that is not fair. Like I know this person deserves to win because I voted for them, but that's just me. I get so angry, dude. It's crazy. I get so invested into it. I just want to say really quickly, here in the youth, it's not a youth show if you don't have at least one Zoom uh, problem or complication or just te- technical difficulty. So pardon anything, just in case we don't know if, if it was for everybody else, but we could definitely. Uh, Pinpoint it, so just in case it was visible to everybody who is listening, pardon it. Uh, we blame it all on Zoom, like always. Good. Go ahead. Elena. Like always. Zoom is the root of all our problems. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I barely watch award shows because I get so invested into them. Like, I do begin to so angry. I'm like, what? <laughs> she is a queen. How does she not win? Like, I get, I get so into it. It's crazy. And I'm not even like... I'm usually not into artists or anything like that. I just freak out. And the only thing, freak out. I don't know why that came into my head. But the, um, the only thing I know are performances and there are two iconic performances. The one with Katy Perry on that giant tiger. I think that was a Super Bowl or something. And then that one where um, Taylor Swift was supposed to like jump off a giant sign. And she was like, I don't care if there's the Grammys. I'm not jumping. And like, she had to walk back downstairs because she wouldn't like, she wouldn't jump off the sign. And I remember seeing that and I was like, ooh, dude, I have to find that video. That I don't know why that performance just always stuck in my head. It was for some, I think it was for the Grammys, some music award. And other than that, I don't really remember anything else because they're all just kind of the same. I used to watch the Spanish music, um, um, music awards. Those are more interesting to me than, you know, English because I, I don't know, I, I kind of prefer Spanish music over English. I'm sorry, it's my personal opinion. But I really like watching when they perform. Like that's, that's, I'll say that. But like the whole thing about voting and who wins, I don't feel like that determines how good a rapper or a singer is, artist. Let's just put it like that. Um, so yeah, I definitely don't like watching that because it's back to what Alicia and Idania were saying. If my person does not win, I don't like this show or this whatever you guys have going on. Like it's it's rigged. There's definitely moments where I do think personally that something might be rigged just because of how they want an outcome to go, just because of how they think it should happen. I'm not too sure. It's definitely interesting. Music awards are, are something that a lot of people hold dear depending on what it is. I know that uh, Brianna, rest in peace to Brianna being here on the youth. She's now a grown adult and can no longer be a part of the youth because yeah, I'm sorry, my love, but I'm sorry. The, just the osteoporosis has already kicked in. And I know to her, 
she does really like a lot of the music awards because of certain artists that she gets to listen to and watch perform. I mean, the performances are really what I really care for whenever it goes to music awards. The one, one of the big reasons why I lost respect for all music awards pretty much is in 2018, you guys know I'm a pretty big Travis Scott fan. Travis Scott released Astroworld. Cardi B released Invasion of Privacy. And if you have fully functioning ears, you can probably understand that Astroworld is a better album than Invasion of no. Privacy. No. I actually really yes. like Invasion of Privacy. Okay. Yeah, I really liked it too. Okay. So. That's something we can debate in a later youth episode. But oh, definitely. On the anniversary. I'll definitely. I will definitely bring that back. I will definitely bring that back so that Anthony can have his own little moment. But we'll make sure that we have Ilania and Alicia here for it too. <laughs> when Invasion of Privacy won that uh, that award for album of the year over Astroworld, I, and it's a rap. It's not even like an album of the year. It was the rap album of the year. So yeah, that's when I was like, no. Because I felt like they were shoving Cardi B down my throats a little too much. And that's when I started having a really big feeling that it was rigged. I always thought it was rigged, but that's when I was like, okay. Yeah, it is very interesting. No, no, I'm not even letting you talk. Slowly roll. Do you hear that? Wow. You know, Anthony, you could have said a little little quicker, but I do hear that. I could have been. Yeah, I should have used my manners. I'm sorry, Nicole. (laughs) Exactly. You should have used your manners. Very rude to interrupt people. But thank you very much for all of you sharing your opinions on some light topics, some very heavy topics, some very interesting topics nonetheless. It's always nice seeing the the flag as I give off this uh, this, this goodbye. Sam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 25, we are the youth. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed on the youth are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.